Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Pleased to have joining us, uh, Jeff Gregg. Did I get that right, Jeff? You did. Nice job. All right. Well, you're with Zone Athletic Performance, uh, PGA, a professional, as well as a, a former professional athlete. Well, maybe still a professional athlete. You'll have to correct me on that. But uh, have got into the mental coaching aspect uh, for athletes, specifically here for golf. Maybe uh, let everybody know a little bit about your background and how you sort of gravitated to this uh, this mental approach through the Zone Athletic Performance. Yeah, it was kind of a long and winding road. Uh, I was very lucky. I played uh, pro soccer for five years, and then uh, I really got uh, hooked on playing golf, and I ended up playing the golf mini tours for a while. And uh, then I had an injury that ended my playing career, and I started teaching. And what I found over the years teaching was that I could actually help my clients better by working on their mental game than I could by working on their skills. And it uh, it all related back to when I was playing. I always felt like I had more talent than I was able to access. And as I started doing more research and looking more into the mental side, I found out just how important it was. And uh, it, it's definitely been the best thing that I've done because I, it's just so nice to be able to have a much more powerful effect on my clients and my athletes uh, in a shorter period of time because everything starts in the brain. Yeah, it it really does, Jeff. And I, I played a pro-am yesterday with two putters in my bag. I wondered whether it was one too many or one too few putters. But uh, <laughs> so uh, golfers and, and uh, professional athletes are trying to balance their physical performance with their mental game. And even the, the average player uh, is in some ways trying to balance those two but there's way too much focus on, on the performance, on the mechanics, which does get into in the way of the mental, doesn't it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, when I'm working with my athletes, I tell them there's three types of fitness. There's your physical fitness, which for golfers is your strength and your speed and your flexibility. 
And then your, there's your skills fitness, which is your swing, you know, your, your ability to swing the club on the full swing and the short game and the putting. But there's also mental fitness. And just like you said, the tendency is we put way too much emphasis on the skills fitness and nowhere near enough emphasis on the mental fitness or the physical fitness. So, um, and the other thing is you need to make sure all three of them are working together so that you understand the big picture of how one can help the other. So where do you start with mental fitness? You know, for most of us, uh, I start with focus just because it's the one that can give you the biggest bang for the buck the quickest. Uh, The big picture of mental fitness is that there's the science of what's going on in the brain, there's the psychology of what's going on in the emotions, and then there's how that relates to the body. And if you can train the brain to focus better, especially for golf, and here's a simple example. Have you ever had a shot where you just stood over the shot and you knew you were going to hit a good shot? Oh, absolutely. I it, yeah. Yeah, About half the time. And then something yeah. will get in the way. So the simplest way to look at what I do is – I have methods and science and research and experience in helping golfers to get that feeling more often. Jeff Gregg is our guest here this morning. The Zone Athletic Performance at ggzap.com is the website where you can uh, find more information. So for, you know, it's one thing when you've got a highly uh, skilled, whether it's a professional athlete or a highly skilled young junior amateur who is all in on this approach, but for somebody that's more a recreational player, but wants to get the most out of what skill they do have. Uh, and oftentimes is looking to get to a golf course as, as an escape or to relax uh, some recreation, some enjoyment. How do you go about starting to let everything else in your lives go to just focus on the three, four, five hours you have out there and make the most of it? You know, that's the that's the fun part is, you know, initially when I got into the mental game, I expected I would be working a lot more with elite athletes and professional athletes. And I definitely do. But the bulk of my athletes are just folks who are recreational weekend warriors that just want to have more fun doing what they love on the weekends. And so I tried to set up the program. So you only have to spend five or 10 minutes a day on the mental game. And you don't have to do it for the rest of your life. If you do it for a few months, you can build a really good foundation that essentially it doesn't mean that you're going to have your best shot all the time for the recreational athletes, but it means the worst ones are going away. And that's the, that's the thing that's really, really helpful because it avoids that frustration of having a really good one one time and a really bad one the next time. So that's kind of the big picture goal for the recreational athletes is to eliminate those really bad misses just because you've got a good foundation of, all right, well, how does my brain work when it comes to hitting a good golf shot? Well, when they have those bad misses, how do you uh, work with them on their anger and their frustration? I see people throwing clubs and things and and just losing it uh, and losing all perspective of why they play the game in the first place. How do you uh, instruct them with regard to that? Yeah, so that's, you know, the, the, the two kind of foundational elements for being stronger mentally as a golfer is you have to be able to direct your focus onto the correct thing that will give you the best shot. But you also have to be able, in order to be able to do that, you have to be able to separate yourself from thoughts and emotions. So there's 
Um, I have some meditational background, uh, taught Tai Chi, and when you combine that with the brain science that has been really heavily researched over the last 10 years, there's some simple little things that you can do that allow you to bring your focus into the present moment, and that's what allows you to separate from your emotions, and that's where, number one, the performance starts to get better, but yeah, I mean, uh, you know, what you said is so, so true. One, one of my favorite sayings for my athletes is, you are going to experience emotions. You just can't become those emotions. They're going to, you're going to either use them or they're going to get, uh, they're going to abuse you. Well, and as I, I remember playing sports, uh, you know, growing up and younger, and one of the things a coach once told me was you have to be able to uh, concentrate, but not think. And so exactly. as you, you know, you talk about being in the zone or in the moment, those sorts of things, how, um, you know, how do you go about uh, taking a student who's maybe new to this or trying to clear out the clutter in their brains to know when you're experiencing it and then yeah. how to lock in on that? Yeah, that's that's the big question. And that's that's an awesome question. And the, the bottom line is that there's a very simple breathing exercise that I teach my athletes. It's called alpha breathing. And it's been research proven to trigger a certain brainwave frequency. And that brainwave frequency pulls you away from thoughts and pulls you away from emotions. So the very first step that I work on with my athletes is you have to be able to recognize, are you present in your senses, which is where you perform best, or are you lost in your thoughts or your emotions? So learning to be able to recognize the difference between being focused in your body or focused in your mind is absolutely the first step. I mean, most of us, you know, and the funny thing is when I work with people, they most don't realize that there's a cognitive type of focus and there is a sensory focus. And most people, when they think of concentrating for athletics, they think of concentrating in their mind, but it's really sensory focus that gives you optimum performance. So helping people to be able to recognize that difference through some simple little breathing exercises is the first step. So sensory performance, is that more like a feel for playing the game, what your body is doing and yeah, while so it's performing? When, when I say sensory, that means uh, in your eyes, in your ears, in your the feel of your body, in your spatial awareness. So uh, without getting too far into the science of it, there's basically two systems. There's the cognitive system, which is really good for analyzing and uh, and reason and logic. And that's what you use in the beginning of your pre-shot routine. Mm -hmm. And then you want to go to the sensory system, which for golfers is either going to be a visual or a feel of what they want to experience when they're swinging the club. And that's what's at the end of the pre-shot routine. Most people tend to do it the other way around. They tend to try to focus with the thoughts at the end of the pre-shot routine when they're swinging the club. And that's actually completely the wrong place to be when you're trying to perform a movement skill. Now, this obviously has to work in concert uh, with the skill development that you talk about. So for an amateur player, as you're trying to develop, you know, the physical and, and the skill set, uh, how do these two work in concert? Because the biggest thing will be to allow your sensories uh, um, to take over and not be lost in thought is trusting what you, the level of skill that you have at any one time. Absolutely. And yet one of my favorite exercises with my golfers is just taking them to the range and having, giving them a series of different sensory cues and having them focus on those while they're hitting shots 
and asking them which of those cues gives them the most trust. Because that word that you said, trust, is one of the biggest words in sport. Because if you're standing over a shot and you don't trust that you're going to be successful, then you're going to default to all the bad things that you've done in the past. Whereas if you have some degree of trust, then you can build on that and you can focus on the right things and direct your attention to the place that's going to give you the best shot. Jeff Gregg, it's Zone Athletic Performance, uh, ggzap.com. For people that are interested uh, in uh, learning more about this or getting in touch with you, what's the best way to go about doing that? Uh, you can get in touch with me through the website. Is the easiest. My phone number is on the website. You can email me through the website. Uh, any way that you guys want to get a hold of me, I love talking with athletes about the mental game. Well, it was fascinating. I, I, I am definitely going to delve into this uh, a little more, and uh, we'd love to catch up with you uh, later on in the summer as well to maybe go into a few bit more specifics about uh, approaching this and taking it out onto the golf course. That would be awesome. I'd love to do it anytime. There you go, Jeff. Greg, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Thank you.